We can make up an Avengers theme song. Oh, nice. All right. Tony's all right. Natasha's all right. All right, we can do that. <laughs> they just seem a little dead. Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to add to that. Um, Peter's also dead. <laughs> this is always the, stru- the biggest struggle. So you want to be a superhero, huh? <laughs> Welcome back to a serious series of utmost importance, the series. I'm Neil, a host of the series, and with me today is uh, Chris. Chris is my name, and I am also a host. Um, We're missing our usual co-host, Tom, as well today, but he's with us in spirit. And this is actually sort of a second Marvel episode today, and Tom was on the first one, so, you know, if you listen to them back-to-back, it's like he's right here with us. Hey, Tom. Hey. That's what he sounds like, right? I think so. (laughs) I haven't heard his voice in a long time. I'm Tom. (laughs) I think that's that's what he sounds like. What's, uh, What's new since we last talked, Chris? Lot, lot has happened. Actually, a lot happened over the weekend, as far as the topic we're talking about today, too. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but specifically, we're talking about sort of uh, your thoughts on Avengers Endgame, and then all the news that's come out since then about Phase Four and beyond. Oh, I thought you were singing the Pink Panther theme song, and I was a little confused. I yeah, I, I get my songs mixed up, but you you know that. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot has happened actually since uh, last time we talked. It's because they had the, they had the D twenty three conference over the weekend. Yes, so a bunch of news has come out. Um, I don't know. Do you, I guess we'll start off with Endgame first, and then we'll yeah, get yeah, into the news. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Endgame. Or... Let's do Endgame All right. first. Um, Endgame. So have you uh, have you seen this movie? It's about the Avengers. What's the Avengers? It's uh, it's that nineteen sixties British spy show. <laughs> yes, uh, of course. Um, yeah, I actually saw it. I saw it. I wanted to see it so badly. I went to the movie theaters myself and saw it by myself. I've done that before. It's not. Actually, a lot of people that I've talked to in the last couple weeks have seen movies by themselves. It's nice, in a weird way, because I don't have to share the popcorn. Well, are you getting, like, a large for yourself? Because you still should share. Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. Um, actually, no, it was because I, I cried. I cried doing it. Which, Wasn't uh, expecting to, but which scenes, I did. Which scenes did you cry? Um, portals. 
portals when they all oh, yeah. start coming out. Yeah, that was a good scene to cry in. I don't know why, man. It was weird. It was just a lot. It's a lot of emotion. A lot of a lot of other things going on as well, but just <laughs> just a lot of emotion coming out. You know, did you, you see. Uh, did you cry any other times? Um, you know what? I don't know why, but I I, I didn't cry during Natasha's death. And I only started to cry when they showed everyone else uh, at Tony's funeral. So maybe I was just more sad for them than the actual people who are dying. Well, which is weird. They, no, they did a good job with... They only killed the people who they thought had sort of a completed character arc or journey. I can see that. Okay. So Natasha wanted to die, essentially, because after the snap she had no purpose. And also... It's less sad because you knew she had a prequel movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll see more of her later. And then Tony Stark dying. But he died, like, after he had a family. He got married to Pepper. He, um, you know, he, and then he, like, completed his whole character journey from the first Iron Man movie. I guess I can see that. that I mean, that makes actually a lot of sense. And also contractual obligations. Yeah, apparently he was just really, really expensive. You know, I mean, his contract, I think, for the last one, not even this one, he was getting a percentage of the profits. Mm-hmm. I think he made, like, $70 million on the last one. Hmm. Must be nice. That's, that's chump change. Yeah. Nowhere Friday near night. the advertising money we make for our podcast. Sponsor us. I just, uh, I just take $100 bills, roll them in a blender, and then just bathe in them, the, the money liquid. I heard uh, Corn South Park that helps prevent HIV. Or, no, it treats HIV. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> what, else, uh, what else do you think about Endgame? <laughs> What did you think about uh, Hawkeye? <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I don't know. Warden like Hawkeye has never really been my like a, a favorite character. He's always just been kind of there. Um, but in this, I, I, I really did kind of like the montage that I put together of him killing all the all the mafia bosses as Ronan. That was pretty neat, and I did think it was awesome. I mean, had, like, that one clip in Japan, just because I think uh, any type of Marvel anything in Japan would be, like, awesome, just with the, like, environment in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, he, like, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I guess it's hard to talk about uh, Hawkeye, because he's just kind of like a normal dude, mm-hmm. except that he can shoot anything with a bow and arrow really well. But he wasn't and, even using a bow and arrow uh, when he was Ronin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess, we, yeah, that's true. I think it was just more talking like when they brought him back and then, you know, his family disappearing and then him kind of having nothing to live for as well. But, you know, um, I guess more less about Hawkeye, more about his daughter. I heard that they were actually going to, people were speculating that there's like a Young Avengers and I guess Hawkeye's daughter is one of them, or... No, it's not gonna... Uh, so, I mean, that gets into the Phase 4 stuff a little bit, but we can sort of move on uh-huh. to that, unless you have more thoughts on uh, on Endgame. 
And we can obviously circle back to Endgame because it sort of frames the discussion around all of Phase 4, yeah, too. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I guess just the last thing about Endgame. Did, how did you feel about the final fight scene? Um, I liked it. Did you feel like... <laughs> what's up? Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have... Well, what specifically about the final fight scene? I, I don't know. For me, I felt like... I know they couldn't make it too long, but then I guess overall there was just more people I wanted to see do more things. Like, I've been just kind of reading the comics about how Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange are, like, insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. And all Doctor Strange did was kind of hold up the water. Well, Doctor Strange his... also portaled everyone there. Oh, you're right. Or him and his army of Benedict Wongs. <laughs> You wanted more? <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're really powerful characters, and I think that'll be touched on in their movie together. Which is called... Hawkeye. <laughs> so, phase, so phase four um, starts in May 2020 with a Black Widow prequel movie. Called Black Widow. Oh. Not very, not a very good title. <laughs> I think it's set after Civil War, and she's fighting Taskmaster, and his villain, his, his like power is that he can mimic anyone's combat style, and also the sheriff dude from Stranger Things is in it. Oh, Eleven's like, de- like pseudo father. Honestly, I don't know. I haven't seen Stranger Things. Oh, uh, wait. Like, any of them? Uh, I, I, saw, I started watching the first couple episodes a few years ago, and then I just started got busy. That's... I mean, that's... Yeah. Um, I would... I, I don't know. I mean, I guess here's my plug for Stranger Things. Yeah, it's watch on it. my list. It's on my list. I'll watch it's it It's pretty cool. Point. It's got, like... Yeah. I mean, the first season's really cool, because it literally just combines, like, every 80s trope. Mm-hmm. Puts it in like one season, um, and also that lady who kind of looks like Karen Knightley, um, and the guy caught caught shoplifting. Shoplifting. What was her name again? Romo, uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Winona Ryder. Good for Spock's her. Fox mom in the two thousand nine Star Trek. Oh no! Doesn't she die? I don't remember. Yeah, are they like? Aren't they like trying to teleport? Like, they're trying to... Oh, God. This is going down a hole, because isn't Anton Yelchin the guy who's, like, beaming up everyone? Mm-hmm. And then, like, they try to beam up Spock in the last minute, and he's holding his mom's hand. But then, like, the the surface cracks, and he, like, loses her, so he, he can only beam up Spock. Yeah, I think you might be right. Oh. Man. Didn't you love it when uh, Captain, Captain Kirk showed up and... In Avengers and kick Thanos' butt? Well, actually, Chris Hemsworth was in that movie before he was cast as Thor. Oh, my God. I, he was, oh he was God, Captain yeah. Kirk's dad. Man, that's... And this this is sort of a rabbit hole, because I have a lot to say about Star Trek. But, <laughs> but there was going to be a fourth Star Trek movie in the Kelvin timeline, which is the J.J. Abrams movies, um, where... 
Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth, there was going to be like a time travel story where Captain Kirk like hangs out with his dad, basically, because Chris Hemsworth is Chris Hemsworth and they wanted him back for another movie. But uh, then contract negotiations fell through. So they could they weren't even going to be able to get Chris Hemsworth and they weren't going to be able to get Chris Pine. Was it because Chris Pine was like doing Wonder Woman at the time? Or? No, it's because they, um, well, they already signed contracts before after the third movie came out, but then Paramount was trying to renegotiate because the third movie didn't do as well as they uh, wanted. So they were trying to like pay them lower, even though they had already signed contracts for the fourth movie. So they were like, no, which is That's, fair, I think. Well, I mean, on the actor's side, I feel like, you know, this kind of leads more into what's going on in the Marvel Universe as well, all these studios. I mean, how many things, how many awesome things do you think we've missed out on as, missed out on as viewers because certain studios want to get greedy and, you know, just out of, like, certain contracts and licensing, licensing rights, you couldn't actually, you know... You know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this. It was a very smooth transition. Just dig in. Go for it, man. I mean, let's just talk about it. Spider-Man. What? What about What's Spider-Man? going on? What happened? I'm talking about the most recent controversy surrounding the, the most awesome Marvel superhero, Moon Spider-Man. Knight. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, Moon Knight. That guy. Wait, I what still... happened to Spider-Man? I heard Mickey Mouse wanted a little, you know, bigger piece of the pie. Uh-huh. And so it was like, no, we own the rights to him. And then they're like, no, Mickey Mouse and Goofy wants a, you know, Goofy wants a piece. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but really, Disney got greedy. I don't know, it was and, getting weird and sexual. Oh, I was just talking about like a pie. Normal, normal apple pie. Like a, I mean, you've seen American Pie. Ella. <laughs> um, so what's happening with Spider-Man? <laughs> uh, okay, so Mr. Serious Series, I don't feel so good. <laughs> he disappeared. He he essentially got bleak. You know when he got when the snap happened and he disappeared. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know it basically happened a second time. And at this time, it happened in real life. So Tom Holland's really- no longer. <laughs> no, Tom Holland is still Spider-Man. It's just he's not yeah. going to be in the MCU. They still have two movies that they're going to make with uh, the director of the first two Spider-Man movies and Tom Holland. And Sony's doing their whole thing like on their Spider-Verse side with like the Venom sequel directed by Andy Serkis. Um, there's talk that maybe Tom Holland will be in that now. They're, they have plans to do a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie still. They have Mo- Morbius the Living Va- or Mobius? No, Morbius the Living Vampire coming out with Jared Leto as Mo- Morbius. What can we not have more Jared Leto in anything? No, nope, we have more Jared Leto. Sorry. I think we need to stop having Jared Leto in things. I I think I think. Do you think that Jared Leto is single handedly what killed the the DCEU? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god, have you seen, this is so tangential, we're barely even on the same episode anymore, but have you seen the Joker trailers for the Joaquin Phoenix Uh, Joker movies? I've only seen a couple of them. I haven't seen the final one. one. Yeah, that's amazing, it makes me really hyped for this movie. I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to be the, I don't think just because it's like now 
it's like so romanticized, but I think Heath Ledger will obviously be the best Joker. But I think coming in, I think that that um, Joaquin Phoenix is going to kick it out of the ballpark. He just like looks like him too. Like he does, he does. Yeah. Um. So Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. What do you think is going to happen with the Spider Man movies? I think that it's going to like you know Sony's going to do their own thing because um, they're never going to reach an agreement, and then maybe like ten years down the line. Something will eventually happen, and hopefully Marvel and them team up again. But I think that Sony's going to go on and try and do their own thing. I mean, they did do Spider-Verse, which, which honestly was, was phenomenal. See, yeah, it was, it was absolutely phenomenal. And, and like we talk, we, we talk about Spider-Verse a lot in this show. But I wonder if the success of it kind of like made Sony's balls bigger than their britches, and now... That's the reason that we can't have nice things in the MCU. Like, cause Sony, Sony, Sony made five Spider-Man movies on their own. Two were good, and then the North Korea hack happened, and then they uh, licensed Spider-Man back to Marvel, and then they made the two. I I'd say like, all right, I'd still say Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie. Then I'd say Far From Home. Then I'd say Spider-Verse. And then uh, Homecoming. And then, you know, the rest. Oh, so you thought Far From Home was better than Homecoming? I did, yeah. Oh, we should talk about Far From Home also. But, um, so I don't, have a, I don't have a lot of faith in Sony's ability to make good standalone Spider-Man movies. That being said... I have more faith that they'll make good sequels to these first two movies because of the foundation that's already been laid. And I just don't know how, like, the future movies are going to jive with the first two because the first two were so integrated into the MCU. Will the next ones, like, openly contradict things from the first two or will they just sort of dance around all the issues, like, and just not mention anything that happened in Spider-Man's past? Like, will he... He can't have the, the Stark suits anymore... He can't, um, like, mention anything about, you know, the Avengers or Nick Fury. And, you know, it's not it's not a I'm huge thing. To. They can write around it. I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. We don't need happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. He does. John Favreau is a, a national treasure. John Favreau, what a guy. Let's I, I with... want to be John Favreau when I grow up. Actor, director, lover, or... probably. I don't know. I guess director slash chef. He has this weird passion for food. He does the chef show on Netflix. Have you seen it? And then yeah, and then he was also in the movie Chef. Yeah the the Um, the show is like is like based on his experiences training for the movie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because him and Roy Choi met on uh, Chef because he was more of a consultant apparently. uh, Roy and he Mm -hmm. kind of like told uh, John how to do it, and they decided actually to create like a spinoff show. And then, I don't know, he was also in Babish, which is that YouTube channel. Really oh, cool. Binging with Babish? Yeah, it's a pretty funny thing to watch. Never seen um, it. I thought it was about watching a bunch of episodes of TV shows. Yeah. Nah. It's more, uh, he, it's cool. He makes, like, a dish from, like, every, like, like a, a certain, like, pop culture thing. Like, he'll make, like, the waffle butter bacon sandwich from The Simpsons, and then he'll actually eat it. Jesus. Um, he he did um, he did the milk steak 
from It's Always Sunny with Jelly Beans. And he, like, almost threw up. Jesus. It's, it's absolutely gross. Um, yeah, yeah, I The mean, only episode of the chef show that I've seen is the one where he gets all the Avengers people. So, like, the one with Tony, the one with Robert Downey yeah. Jr. and Tom Holland. And now it's just sort of an interesting relic from a few months ago. <laughs> it's like, hey, remember when Tom was here, guys? Yeah. Um, no, I agree, though. You know, coming back from Far From Home, the whole catch at the end when Mysterio... Spoiler alert, pause your, your your volume, turn it off right now if you don't want to listen to this. Um, when Mysterio reveals to literally the entire world that Peter Parker, or Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And I don't know how you, you know, how do you go on with that? Because every person that was helping Peter throughout that movie was someone related to, like, the Marvel Disney franchise. Like, mm-hmm. this is why I brought up Happy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I, a val- I, that's a valid I mean, point. I mean, it's like he was supposed to be, I guess, now like the new friend slash father figure since Tony died. And then, I mean, Tony died? Kidding. Um, and then Nick Fury also, and then Maria Hill. Like, what do you what do you do with that? Well, A, Maria Hill is criminally underutilized in the MCU because Kobe Smulders, A+. But um, Spider-Man was being, like, set up to be the next big guy in the Avengers universe, so... The Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to feel empty now. Oh, not empty. There's a, like a million heroes, but it's going to feel like obvious that um, that there's a big hole where all their plans were leading now. And then the Spider-Man series that with Tom Holland at its core uh, is also going to feel a little bit uh, a little bit empty now. Okay. So every it sucks for it sucks for both. It sucks. I'd argue that it sucks more for Marvel. Interesting. All their movies are still going to be good, but you know, they went hard on Spider-Man as a core member of the Marvel That's Cinematic true. Universe, and they probably shouldn't have done that if they thought that they were going to lose Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I think going for the extra piece of pie was a bad idea. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean. How about Tom Holland? Like, if you were him, what would you do in this situation? Would you try to, like, tweet out, hey, you know, not cool? Like, no, no. Like, who would, I mean, because, like, you I got, think he Jeremy, be, Ren- he Jeremy Renner came Sony. out. Well, yeah, because Jeremy Renner is not employed by Sony. You got to be, you, you gotta no, be no, loyal no, to no. Sony because they have the rights, and it's up to them to, like, license it or not. That's true. And did you hear what happened to Andrew Garfield as well? No, well, he got fired. <laughs> so do you know the reason why they think he got fired? Did he tweet out something about how Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 sucked? Maybe, but not quite. So I had heard that, um, or uh, this is a rumor I was reading, that apparently he was flying in for some event, and I think one of the Sony CEOs wanted to meet him directly in person, and they were going to do an event to announce the, new, the next uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3. And he, I don't know if he was just like, I don't want to do it, or he was just tired. Either way, he ended up blowing off the CEO, and then well, he got Well, that's just stupid. I mean, yeah, it is, but that's what I mean now. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, Tom Holland cannot come down on either. Can, well, actually, no, he has to be, like, in favor of Sony. Um, I don't know. I, I have... 
again, I have mixed expectations for what the future holds for the Spider-Man universe. I don't know how they're going to resolve the Mysterio cliffhanger. I do hope that one day this leads to a live-action sort of Spider-Verse thing where you get Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland and, you know, the original Japanese Spider-Man and, you know, all those. That'd be awesome. Then Wolverine comes in and Fantastic Four is actually good. Original white Nick Fury comes in clapping David Hasselhoff. It's just a weird fever dream. But, yeah, so whatever happens with the Spider-Man movies, it's going to be interesting to watch no matter what. But, mm -hmm. I don't know. Anything else I to say about the Spider-Man movies? No, I mean, I think at this time, you know, that was kind of like a mid-in-between thing between the end of Avengers and now the new Phase 4 of it, it does make It makes sense, though, now why... They didn't announce Spider-Man 3 during the Phase 4 thing, because I think everyone was expecting them to. Because mm -hmm. they've been... But they're, instead... They're, they're, they were coming out with two, every two years. True. That is true. I mean, I guess... I don't know. I just wanted to see more Ned. Uh, for our, for our listeners, <laughs> Chris identifies with Ned as an Asian who enjoys technology, I think. <laughs> you're you're going to you know, get Shang-Chi, you know? I mean, he's like a, supposed to be a tall buff Asian guy and I physically do not represent that person. I uh, represent a, no, a very on, short, chubby, short, chubby, balding guy. No, man. No. Who gets you... shot in the neck by Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, God. So, phase four. We already talked a little bit about Black Widow. Nothing else. Anything else to say about that? About Black Widow? Yeah. I, it's an interesting... I think it'll be probably a good movie, but it's just... It's a, it's a prequel. We already know what happens. We know like the rest of her entire life. We know she's going to die. What what can a prequel really add to the series? Um, honestly, nothing at this point. I feel like with her, you kind of know she. I mean, I guess you. It's still very unclear unless you read the comments. What exactly her whole origin story is? I don't know. Like, I know that she. I mean, to be honest, I actually don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not super familiar with how exactly she came to be. I know that she has a relationship with um, Winter Soldier, though, apparently, in the comics. Oh, really? But Yeah, um, Bucky Barnes and her, apparently, you know, are a thing. But hmm. maybe maybe he'll get a cameo in there. I think it'd be, it's just more cool because you can maybe tie in, like, certain scenes, like, certain, like, quick scenes. There's, like... Oh, yeah, like, on a television screen, you'll see something happening, um, I don't know, somewhere else in the world that kind of ties in the Marvel Universe a little bit more. It's like, oh, hey, look, it's Howard Stark again for the millionth time. <laughs> well, so, but again, this is not uh, going to be, like, a prequel prequel to that level. It'll be set after Civil War. Oh, well, then, in that case, then, I mean, yeah, so. Maybe there'll be flashbacks to the stuff that we already had flashbacks to in Age of Ultron. Like her being a ballerina and stuff, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then yeah, that's kind of a weird, weird, weird area. Well, the, um, my under, my understanding of her background in the MCU is that she was like recruited by a Russian program to make sleeper agents or something, and then she broke free of her programming and something something. The phrase "red" in my ledger has been uttered a million times in the MCU. They should have just called it Black Widow, like colon red in my ledger. <laughs> it'll it'll be fine. I I don't think I'll see it in theaters. I'll probably wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. Um, I mean, honestly, you, I'm just what's up? Are you gonna? No, sorry. Say say what you're gonna say. I mean, I'm just kind of trying to look at who Taskmaster is, and he looks like a evil villain of like he looks like Robin Hood with an evil face. I mean, he's got the bow and arrow. He's got like the interesting sword. And I, I think what it is is like I don't know after having Thanos as a supervillain how I'm going to appreciate these other like human. I, I, I'm guessing he's human supervillains, you know. Like well, that being just, said, immediately after Endgame, like a month or two, we had Mysterio, a human villain, and he was great. Oh God, you're right. I don't know. Also, Jake Gyllenhaal though is just he's tops. <laughs> Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal will play ta- Taskmaster too. <laughs> He's just every villain in Phase Four. <laughs> it's an illusion. He's the he's the real uh, the God. What's it called? Like the the guy in Shang Chi, the the Mandolin. Mandor, wait. The Mandarin, not the Mandolin. <laughs> he's not the instrument. Um, yes. So that is Black Widow, and then. What I was going to ask, because you mentioned something about Disney Plus, are you going to subscribe to Disney Plus? Um, I am not. Well, for, wait, I'm not going to do it immediately. I'm going to do it immediately. Um, I, well, actually, first off, when does it, uh, when does it uh, start? Um, when I think it? in November. Uh, it's at six ninety nine, right? A month? Six, it's six ninety nine a month, but they have all these Marvel shows, which we're going to mention, and then they also have the Star Wars TV show, The Mandalorian. They already announced an Obi-Wan TV show also with Ewan McGregor and a uh, spin-off show of Rogue One. So they have all the Star Wars stuff. They have, I don't know, this, this doesn't particularly appeal to me, but maybe... For some of our listeners, they have the Liz- they have a Lizzie McGuire sequel series with Hilary Duff. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they have that's, uh, uh, that's they have a bunch of movies and stuff. It's it's um, a good it's 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 a lot of content, and they have a bundle with Hulu because now Disney owns Hulu completely, also and ESPN. So they're gonna do a bundle for twelve ninety nine a month, which is the exact same cost as Netflix right now. I think it'll. I think it'll beat Netflix. I mean, Netflix. Uh, you get around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess when more content comes out, that's when I'll actually maybe pull the trigger on it. Um, right now, I'm a little bit hesitant because, I mean, when does Mandal like? What is the first thing that is supposed to be released out from from Marvel or Disney or the, Star yeah, Wars? St- the the Star Wars show will be available on the on day one. 
But they're releasing everything in weekly increments. They're doing weekly releases for this. Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, in that case, I'll probably wait until like the first season of a Star Wars show is finally like up, and then I'll watch it. I'll probably end up binge watching it. Um, <laughs> um, besides that, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's those things where like they're completely like kind of going away from like like Netflix model of like releasing it all in one day, which I guess I kind of like, but at the same time, just people who are like more time crunched i feel like it's kind of harder to do that <clears throat> yeah i think i think it makes you appreciate the shows more though when they're yeah. weekly rather than all at once because you don't remember any of the details of an individual show when you binge it that's true and also there's a whole like i mean game of thrones and people were like after every episode would, like kind of discuss and yeah, see like exactly. kind of what was that, that was really cool um it, it yeah makes i the mean shows have more of a chance to be a cultural event mm-hmm. um also, I heard that they have The Simpsons, too. Oh, they do. Is true? Yeah, they do. They will. All The Simpsons. Uh, I mean, I, will I get a Disney Plus? Eventually, it's inevitable. Um, will I get it day one? Probably not. I did read that they are having a deal where, like, you get the first... If you buy two years, you get one year free. But at the same time, you know... At the oh, is that the deal? There is a... Yeah, there's apparently there's a deal like that. Um, but with that being like said... I to commit to three years and then everything... It'll be like three forty nine a month for three years, essentially. Oh. I, I mean, I guess does it come out to be the same, though? Like, the same price? We don't do math on this show, Chris. You're right. <laughs> it's... Don't 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 buy it, then. Um, Kidding. What were you... Kidding. Anything else? What were you saying? <laughs> I have no... I don't know. Well, um... Do you ever okay? Now that it's happening, what is happening with the Netflix produced Marvel shows like Daredevil, but January not not January Jones, um, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Jones, Just like a documentary series on January Jones, but like a fictional version of her in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, she's that, well, she was in X Men. She was for like a hot second. That's a whole other episode. X Men is. Oh my god. Um, Jessica Jones. Yeah, they were all cancelled. Oh, do you think uh, Disney Plus will like, bring them back or are they like, ah, that's... Well, they're not allowed we don't... to for at least two years after the last episode of any of the shows aired. So, like, they can't bring back... Jessica Jones season three just finished. Um, and they can't use her for another two years. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. But they might bring it back. Depends. Daredevil, they sh- they almost certainly will bring back. Luke Cage, maybe. Iron Fist, no chance in hell. And Jessica Jones. Was Chris it really Ritter. that bad? I saw the first few episodes, and it was crap. So they're definitely not going to revive that. Although the ending of season two is supposed to be a really great starting point. Like, they just blew up the premise of the show, apparently. But I don't think it'll ever be finished. It'll ever be finished. Um, and then as far as Jessica Jones, the Kristen Ritter who plays Jessica Jones and the showrunner have said they both think that it's done because the the story has wrapped up and they don't see a need to continue it and actually did finish season three of that. And I agree. I don't think there's a whole lot of story left. But again, Daredevil, they should absolutely revive. Luke Cage, too. 
Um, Disney Plus. So final verdict. Are you getting it when it first comes out, Neil? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I don't have strong feelings <laughs> one way or the other. It's those things that it happens, it happens, but I wouldn't be totally bummed out if I didn't get it for a year. Everything was uploaded. Watch it. Yeah. Um... Okay. So the next thing in Phase 4 is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a Disney Plus series. Ah, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I Personally, I was never a big fan of The Fal- Falcon. Oh, I didn't know you I, hate black people, Chris. Oh, man. This, this is not... This <laughs> is not... Yeah, why, why don't we... You know they just released like the Sterling. You ever heard of Donald Sterling and the Thirty for Thirty thing that they just released? Uh, I've heard of it. You should. It's a. I don't know. I don't know if you care about sports that much, but it's pretty. It's pretty interesting, actually, how fucked up he is, and that was only in like 2013 when all that came out. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a different time. <laughs> Why? Why don't I, I get what you're saying that the Falcon is kind of a boring character? I think this show is sort of about the government not wanting him to be Captain America, even though Steve Rogers did want him to be Captain America. Oh. So I think that's an interesting. I don't know who they want to be Captain America. I mean, they definitely don't want Bucky to be Captain America because he's just stone cold crazy. I mean, if anything, haven't we learned in Marvel that the government's pretty much bad? I was rereading the plot points on uh, Winter Soldier. Wasn't, like, one of the senators, like, the guy who was... One of the U.S. senators, one of the guys who, like, tried to kill Fury. And also tried, was the one who brought, like, Bucky and tried to turn him into, like, a, a Russian killing machine. Yeah, he was a Hydra agent. <clears throat> All right, <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's a very promising show. I don't know a lot about it, and you know that's sort of why this episode was front loaded. A lot of the stuff in the later half for Phase Four, there's not a lot of info on, so there's not a whole mm-hmm. lot to talk about. But beyond the fact that, that, yeah, the, beyond the fact that Bucky is going to have a shorter haircut in this, they haven't really mentioned much detail. I think one of the things that. I think I'll, you know, I, I mean, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be cool. Winter Soldier's one of my favorite characters. I think what I'm more, like, worried about is I didn't really see any chemistry between um, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, maybe they purposely did that because, obviously, Bucky was brainwashed, like, the entire time. But yeah. um, I, I'm just kind of trying to, I'm it's very interested to see how that dynamic is going to work. Um, and I'm excited for it, but... Yeah. All right. Captain America. So that'll be the first Disney Plus show for the MCU. And then that that's in fall 2020. And then they have the Eternals movie. What do you, what do you feel about the Eternals? I'm feeling a lot of things. A lot of things. As a, as a young Asian boy, that's how I'm going to start this segment off. As a like five year old kid, we didn't have very many pop cultural icons to look up to, except for Jackie Chan and Yao Ming. And now we have that guy Gilgamesh. 
Gilgamesh. He's one of the Eternals. Um, I mean, one of the things about are like, yeah, it's cool. They're bringing Kumail Johnny in it. They're bringing Rob Stark in it. They're bringing Sama Hayek in it. They're bringing. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love that Rob Stark doesn't get a real name. They have Rob Stark and Jon Snow in it, though. <laughs> exactly, and they're also bringing uh, Maleficent. <laughs> of all of all of Angelina Jolie's roles, that's the one. Laura Croft, they, I don't know. They have Laura Croft, Rob Stark, that guy from Silicon Valley, Selma Hayek. I don't know what she's in. Um, and 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 Don Lee. I don't. I is this in? I don't even know what Don Lee looks like. Okay. He looks like um. He looks like South Korea. Oh. I see. So over the weekend, they just announced Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman, who is the Black Knight. Do you think the, the casting director was just watching Game of Thrones one day? I was like, <laughs> you know what? He would be... <laughs> there. He just stopped He's watching just, after should... se- after season seven, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he still has a positive opinion of it. Oh god, that's a different. Did but we ever talk about Game of Thrones on this? We did a Game ending? of Thrones episode before season eight premiered, but we're uh, we're about due for a season eight episode at some point. <laughs> oh man! So the Eternals. Is all we know about it is that it's set like the earliest of any of the MCU stuff, like at the dawn of the universe. The Eternals are an immortal alien race created by the Celestials, who are the giant guys who created the Infinity Stones, and they protect the Earth from their evil counterpart, the Deviants. And that's all we know. Well, I mean, we know character names, but they don't they don't mean a whole lot. Are they just going to be, like, super overpowered? I, I don't know, are they? I legitimately have no idea. I've not read the comics. I don't think a lot of people have read these comics. I think it was sort of like a Guardians of the Galaxy situation where they have something that they think will make a really cool movie. Mm-hmm. So they don't really care if it has a whole lot of name recognition because being set in the MCU with this cast, everyone's going to see it, you know? I mean, it's pretty... I'm actually looking at a photo of the cast right now. Camilo and Johnny looks like he buffed up for the role. Man. I think he did. He's good for him. I mean, every actor basically in the world is in the Eternals, except for Tom Holland. <laughs> Oof. Oh, poor guy. And after the Eternals... In February 2021 comes Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh my god, wait. Am I jumping? Okay. Oh, we forgot. Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan's also going to be in the Eternals. The girl from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, is that her? The main yeah, one? Yeah, Yeah. so apparently she's actually... I was reading a little bit about it. Apparently she's going to be... like the. I don't know. If, I think she's in Eternal as well, but she's going to be like the main focus. The way like um, Chris Pratt was the main focus of Guardians. And apparently, uh, she has, like, a romantic relationship in the comics with Kit Harrington. Hmm. Um, little plug. Good, good for Kit. Good for him. Maybe she'll good take the her. black, if you know what I mean. Because he's the Black Knight. 
and they're and they'll bang. I thought you were talking like he'll become like a part of what was the northern floor at the wall? What are they called again? The Night's the Watch. In, not yeah, maybe we should join the Night's Watch. Well, that that is what taking the black meant in the show. Oh, what? I think if we over-explain this joke, it'll become funny finally. Um. All right, so Shang Chi. What do you think about this one? Because actually, this is probably the one I'm most excited for. Ah, no, that's a complete lie. This is one that I am also excited for. I actually have no idea who he is. I just got stoked that they're going to have like an Asian male superhero because I kind of like to put my face on his face mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, that could be me. But it, will, it won't be. It won't be. Um, I don't know. I mean, he looks like... Just from what I've like read about him, Simu Liu, uh, one, apparently he's like killing it on Twitter. He's like apparently really funny and really wholesome. Uh, I actually started watching Kim's Convenience just because he got casted. Uh, and he's actually pretty funny in that. So nice little plug there. Um, besides that, I have no idea what Shang Chi... Like, I'm just like, he looks like Daredevil, kind of. But like he looks like an Asian Jackie Chan. Wait. What? <laughs> He looks like an Asian daredevil. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, an um, Asian Jackie Chan. <laughs> um, as you can tell, I'm very insightful with my comments. The, um, what I'm, what got, I wasn't excited for this movie. I thought it was sort of like they used up Iron Fist on Netflix, so they like, and they wanted a, a good martial arts movie, so they like found some obscure character. What did make me excited is when they announced the full title, it's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, because that means they're finally, and also at the same time, they announced that the the real Mandarin will actually be in this movie after, in Iron Man 3, the fake out with the guy who is an actor playing the Mandarin. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that scene where they, it's like a a stage studio and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they have like the back. They used to do short films, Marvel. They had one after Iron Man three where Trevor Slattery, the guy played by Ben Kingsley, was in prison, and then like he gets jumped by uh, people like working for the Ten Rings, and they were like, "The Mandarin is pissed that you like were masquerading as him." So they always meant to go back to that, but that was twenty thirteen, and like nothing came of that since then. And then in 2021, they'll finally address it with the real Mandarin. So I just thought that was Indeed. cool. Like, they're digging back into the history of the MCU and actually closing this plot point. Do you know what exactly they mean by, like, the Ten Rings? Is it going to be, like, the, the Six Stones or whatever? I don't remember what Infinity Stones or what. Well, so it, it is, like, some whole magical thing like that. But the Ten Rings so far in the MCU are the terrorist organization. They're the ones who kidnapped Tony Stark in the first Iron Man. Um, and then... They do some other stuff. But, yeah, the Ten Rings themselves are sort of supposed to be this, like, legendary power, sort of like all the Infinity Stones together. That's pretty cool. So it'll probably be him versus the Mandarin trying to, like, grasp that power. So, you going to see <laughs> this in theaters or no? That one, yeah. I'm going to see the Eternals in theaters. I'm going to see Shang-Chi in theaters. And the next one, oh, you know I'm going to see that in theaters. 
It's Doctor it's Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? She-Hulk. <laughs> Actually, no, so... Doctor Strange comes after WandaVision. WandaVision is the next Disney Plus show. And I'm actually really excited about that. Just yeah, based that, off the artwork. But, and based um, on the cast. Oh, I don't... Um, I mean, we can talk about... Okay, go on. Well, guess who's uh, who's going to be in it? Um, WandaVision? You know, if I had to put a yeah. lot of money on it, I'm going to say Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> yeah if, so they're if, gonna have they're gonna have the vision they're gonna have scarlet witch it'll probably be an adaptation of the f- famous comics run from a couple years ago where the vision tries to like artificially create a family and then they just end up like killing each other like literally killing each other he builds like a synthetic humanoid wife and like t- humanoid kids and they all just die it's really dark oh it's, my god know. that's Pretty into- I was I was going along the lines of like, can't she like alter reality? And there was she that also one- can alter reality. Yeah, yeah. There was that one like picture. I can't determine the time period. It's like a very Fallout esque looking picture. Yeah, sitting on a it's couch. like a nineteen fifties vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, the only thing that's like, yeah, it'll probably be like her bringing the vision back to life because he's dead as of right now, <laughs> and then just like all the consequences of that because she's. Like, basically the most powerful person in the MCU. She can control reality. Good for her. She could she couldn't control the reality of Vision not dying. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. She can. <laughs> but no, guess who else is in the cast? Um, Aubrey Plaza. Close. Kat Dennings. She's reprising her role as Darcy from the first two Thor movies. No! 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 <laughs> Guess who else? We don't need another, like, witty, like, one-liner character that just Well, spouts. they thought you did. Like, what is she gonna... What is she gonna add? I don't know, but guess who else? Natalie Portman. Close. Emily Van Camp playing Sharon Carter... The niece of Peggy Carter, and this is the same character from Civil War that uh, Steve Rogers makes out Yeah, people kind of threw a shit fit over because they're like, man, Steve hitting all the generations. Well, if you think about it now, that was probably his own niece. Or yeah, we're gonna we're gonna delete that (laughs) from the audio. (laughs) No, it was probably his own niece. He probably made out with his niece. But it was before oh. he knew that she was his niece. It's like some type of Star Wars type thing. Yeah, I mean, it's some Game of Thrones Star Wars stuff. All what owned is by up? Disney. What is up with Disney no, pushing incest? What is it? <laughs> we should you know just subtitle gl- this episode, Disney Incest. You know what? I'm glad that Tom Hong got away. Who knows? I mean, Uncle Ben you know, shows up. I'm going to stop there. Uh, um, guess who else is in WandaVision? Because we ain't done. Wow, there's more? Mm-hmm, one more. One more big one. I'm going to guess probably Doctor Strange. Like, no. You would guess wrong, though, because it's Randall Park playing Jimmy Woo, the FBI agent from Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Oh, dude, I love that guy. I know. Asian right? Jim. Asian yeah. Jim. It's Asian Jim. Like, legitimately, it's a really eclectic cast, and I think this has the this has the potential to be the most interesting of all the Marvel projects coming up. Yeah, I, I that's awesome. Honestly, I'm gonna give a shout out to Jimmy. What, what was his name? Jimmy R- Randall Park. <laughs> yeah, dude, respect for staying in the game that long. Like, honestly, he was just getting like side roles, right? Like, he was Asian Jim, and now he's actually. He's still he's a side role. Yeah, he actually right. He's he just gets more lines. Yeah. Um, he's also but, uh Kim Jong un from The Dictator. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. So he, by accepting that role, was indirectly responsible for Spider Man joining the MCU in the first place. Good for him. Good on you, Randall Park. Um Oh, that's actually crazy. Sorry, I going back to that. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, for one division because North because North Korea hacked. Oh, oh, you mean you didn't know? That? Okay. Um, oh, go yeah. on. No, no. Uh, we already talked about that. Um, what else? In oh, so then WandaVision leads into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, where Scarlet Witch is also in it. So who do you think is going? I mean. It sounds a lot like Phase 4. They're kind of setting up all these new characters, but maybe focusing a lot more on Doctor Strange now? Like, who's going to be well, the main guy? Well, this is the first time Doctor Strange is in Phase 4. I mean, like... Alright, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you know what? <laughs> I think it'll be... Kamal Nanjiani is the main force. <laughs> they're just going to tie it in with uh, Silicon Valley and as an Eternal. Maybe that's what they're going to do. They're going to do a giant spinoff of the Eternals where like they all live normal, regular lives and he just works as a tech geek in the Silicon Valley. And that's how you introduce Thomas Hiddle Smirch. Middle Smirch. I don't know his name. Thomas Hiddle Ditch? Middle Ditch. Yeah, that guy. I thought he was already in the MCU, but I realize now he was just in the Verizon commercials, and I got those confused somehow. It's okay. For some reason, I was also... I think he was, no? But like he was one of those like little, like... I don't even know. Dude. He was just in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which is what I'm thinking of for some reason. How was that movie? I liked it a lot, actually. It got shit reviews, and I get that, but it was a fun movie. I watched like five, like a couple minutes of the honest trailers to it because I haven't seen it yet, and that's a smart thing to do. But I will, I, I'll probably watch it when I'm like really bored one night. Yeah, I said that. <clears throat> so um, Loki is the next show. Hey, Aquafina is gonna be in Shang Chi. Sorry, just looking up. Oh yeah. Uh, she's she's pretty funny. Good for her. She is um, funny. Um, what were you saying? The about, next show uh, is the next thing in Phase Four is the Loki Disney Plus show. Uh, can we talk about that like title? What's up with that? That's the ugliest thing. It's called uh, Loki. Oh, you mean the font? Yeah. Oh. Um. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's uh, it's letters. That's yeah, it weird. is pretty ugly. It's a little, it's a little ugly. 
I'm sure they'll explain it. There's some green in there. And, you know, the, uh, the K is a little off-center, like his sense of morality. And then the O has like a, has like a cross in it because you don't want to cross Loki. And then the L is for the way you look at me. This is, so this is set in the parallel timeline where Loki escapes with the Tesseract that they showed in Endgame. Because the main Loki is dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. So wait, if I, so did he, no one knows really what timeline he went to. Well, it's probably, I would guess it would be staying within that timeline, but it, it's focusing on that Loki because the prime Loki right, right. is dead. Man, so he can, that's pretty cool. They say it'll be like a time traveling thing where he's like <clears throat> throughout different eras of history, Lokiing around. World War Two. He just teleports into Hitler's. I don't know. Where I'm going with this, but ultimately, it would have led to Loki just stabs Hitler, and then, and then, and then takes over his body. And then there's a little scene with Captain America when he's doing his whole World War Two bit. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome, Disney. I don't. I don't know where you were going with that. I wasn't going anywhere with it. No, I, I want you to fully way. explain it. Write a script right now. <laughs> you want me to do that? Nah. So the next show is What If? And this is a show mm. where Bernard from Westworld... It's an, it's the only animated show on here. Wait, Bernard, wait, go, from, oh. Bernard from Westworld is playing The Watcher, and he's narrating all these alternate scenarios within the MCU. Like what if Peggy Carter got injected with the super soldier serum and things like that. And they got most of the actual actors in the MCU to reprise their roles. So it could be interesting, but it's also the least essential of any of these shows because it's all wait, but it's all animated, all animated. Yeah. So they're just going to have the voice acting, I guess, of like mm-hmm. Tony Stark. Not Man, Tony that's Stark. pretty cool. Oh. No, not Robert Downey <laughs> Jr., but a lot of other people. Uh, uh, I mean, that's pretty cool. I guess they could get, like, what if Chris Hemsworth did the snare? I, I, I mean, what if what, what, died? What, what, all right. What, what if scenario did, would you want to see? What if... Um... What if Spider-Man stayed in the MCU? <laughs> What, so if after- Gar- what if Andrew Garfield? What if Andrew Garfield? What if Tom? What if you replace all of Tom? Uh, oh, Tom, what is what's kid? Tom Holland. Holland. What if you replace Tom Holland with Tobey Maguire? But Spider Man Three, Tobey Maguire. So when he literally just, comes back uh, to life, instead of like around. him landing like that, he's just finger finger pointing <laughs> finger guns at everyone. Mr. Stark, I feel good. Uh. <laughs> Pizza time. <laughs> I don't know. The next thing is Thor. Thor 4. Love and Thunder, it's called. Directed by... What's the guy's name? Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti, yeah. Side note, he might actually be... Because he's also an actor. Taika Watiti might be in James Gunn's Suicide Squad sequel. Maybe he'll be... 
Deathshot. I don't know. What was... I don't even know his name. Will Smith? Yeah. He was Deadshot. What if we... What are we... Some he's, kind not, of he, he's not going to be in... The, <laughs> he's not going to be in the sequel. Idris Elba is going to be in the sequel. As Deadshot? No, as a different character. Oh. So they they're going to read... No, they wanted to leave the role open in case Will Smith wanted to come back down the line. Uh, it's not a reboot, it's a sequel. So, like, Harley Quinn will still be in it, probably. Margot Robbie. Is Katana in it? I don't know, I never saw the first one. I have a feeling Katana probably died. Oh. Well. That's really so sad. So Thor, Love, and Thunder, directed Side by Taika Waititi. Katana? Plays that girl in The Boys. Mmm. Yeah. Mind Blast. Blown. Wow. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's all I want to say about that. Um, Thor 4. What are your thoughts? Uh, good. Good things. I like that yeah. Natalie Portman's coming back. I want to know what exactly Taika Waititi said in her meeting to be like, yo, come back. And she was like, yes. Um... Well, I think she came... So, she, the reason she left the franchise is because she wanted Patty Jenkins to direct Thor 2, and mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins got fired, and Natalie Portman was pissed, so she stopped, She didn't come back for any of the stuff after that. She did record a few new lines of dialogue for <clears throat> Avengers Endgame, though, but just background noise, and they used a deleted scene from The Dark World. <clears throat> That's where, really for the, cool. For the thing that she was in. So, she was already, like, sort of coming back. She was in the, at the premiere for Endgame... But yeah, so she came back this time because they're doing an adaptation of the bit from really recently, actually, where Jane Foster, I don't know how much of this they'll adapt, but Jane Foster gets cancer in the comics. Oh, I heard about this. And then Thor becomes unworthy, so he loses Mjolnir, and then Jane, like, somehow gets Mjolnir, and she becomes Thor because the whole thing with Mjolnir is, like, whoever is worthy, she'll have the power of Thor. So she just is a superhero going around by the name of Thor. And then OG Thor is uh, goes by Thor Odinson during that time when he doesn't have the power. Timeline-wise, this is... Um, so is this supposed to be after Endgame? Or? Yeah, yeah. These are all supposed to be after Endgame. I, how are they going to address... I mean, does that mean like Guardians is going to be like... A small cameo since it's neat. Well, it's neat. so yeah, Guardians Guardians was supposed to happen probably before the next Thor movie, but then James Gunn got fired, but now he's rehired, but it can't happen until after he already makes the Suicide Squad. Oh, God. Why did he get fired again? I know he said something. Oh, God. That's, that's the whole thing. It was old tweets about, like, awful tweets about, like, child, child molestation, like, jokes that weren't funny. But, like, he already apologized for them and, like, addressed them. This was all well before Disney hired him for the first Guardians movie. And then the only reason that it came out was because he criticized Trump and all these right-wing people were, like, starting a smear campaign against him. But, you know, it's not... Is it really a smear campaign if it's using things you actually said? Probably not. So, So, Disney, like fired him based on the resurfacing of the old tweets that he had already apologized for, which is why it was a controversy. Because they were already fully aware he had already like done his whole apology thing and then this conservative who was just pissed off and like butthurt for Trump um, is the reason that 
they resurfaced. So James Gunn wow. like was very apologetic and like didn't wasn't like angry at Disney. He was like, I get it, you know, uh-huh. it's fine. And then, but all the actors in the Guardians were super pissed. Like Dave Bautista was like, "I'm gonna quit." Um, no. And Dave Bautista, he's the man, man. Having Drax on your, could you imagine rolling up and knowing that Drax has your back? <laughs> uh, so then they eventually rehired him, and they said that it was basically like the CEO of Disney. It was his call. Kevin Feige didn't or Feige, I don't know how to say it. Didn't want to. <laughs> didn't want to fire him. It was like it was a runaround behind his back. Like this, it was upper level stuff. They were like, "We got to fire uh-huh. him," and they fired him. Then they rehired him. Be- then they rehired him because he was very apologetic and like didn't blame anyone at Disney for the firing. Well, let's be real. Disney rehired him because if Guardians quit, they would lose a lot of money, and that's the only reason why they rehired him. You know? Well, I don't think the Guardian, like the actors, could have actually quit. They had pretty tight contracts. It just that you would have gotten a shitty performance out of like Dave Bautista, you know. Just two and a half hours of Star-Lord dancing. <laughs> That's kind of what Guardians 2 was, to be honest. Oh, you didn't Anyways. dig the whole ego? Ego? No, it was Father, fine. son? It was fine. But, um, yeah, so Guardians 3 was probably supposed to come out before Thor 4, but now it'll come out after. But Thor 4, interesting concept excited to see it i don't love the font in the logo i will here's a here's an even better question is cat danning's gonna be in this <laughs> probably not <laughs> she legit got kicked out of her own show she got kicked out of her own franchise she's just gonna be in wandavision <laughs> maybe they'll kill her off in that i don't know <laughs> she's in it for like the first five seconds and then wanda just teleports her to like some different dimension <laughs> She's so annoying. <laughs> the, the next thing after that is Hawkeye, the show. Mm-hmm. And we were sort of touching on this a bit at the beginning of our episode. But you were talking about the Young Avengers. And I'm not sure where you were going with that. Were you going to say that he was training his daughter or were you saying he was training someone else? Uh, his daughter. I mean, there that was the whole thing. There was, like, different scenes about how... Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, it was a Reddit post, obviously. That's mainly where I get all my Marvel news. But I think they were saying that with Scott Lang, like, his daughter was supposed to, I guess... I don't know, it was, like, her, um, Ronan, or Je- Jeremy Renner's daughter, um, or uh, who... There's, or um, Cassie. Ah, I'm sorry, getting the Cass- name Cassie Lang. Cassie Lang is yeah, Cassie Lang's daughter. daughter. I see. And then, sorry, um, Iron Man's daughter, if she was going to, like, have any role in the future as well, but who knows. Maybe. So, the, the, yeah, I think they are eventually going to do a Young Avengers thing. That's part, probably part of the reason why they aged up Cassie Lang by five years with the time jump. Um, mm-hmm. What about the boy that Stark saved? Is he, was he, in the, be, he, like, was, he was at the funeral in Endgame. So that's what I mean. Is like I I get that's a cool callback, but don't you think that's a bit much? Unless they're gonna try and do something with him. Well, so the theory is that he was probably being set up to be like a big part of the MCU, but then like a year later they got the rights to Spider Man, and so they made like the surrogate oh, son no. stuff for Tony all 
the Spider-Man stuff, and now they just don't need this guy. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Which sucks for that actor, but I don't know. I mean, I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> now he's too old. They just retcon it like, hey, you remember Man, those uh, last uh, few years when you were teaching me to be like Iron Man 2? Electric Boogaloo. Hey, I mean, apparently that's what not really what happened, but um, Chris Hemsworth's brother, Liam, I think they were like casting him, and I don't even think Chris Hemsworth was even in talks to being Thor. There's something along the lines where the initial casting was Liam Hemsworth, and then he got beat up by his brother later on. <laughs> Jeez. That sucks. For so many reasons. Um, the Hawkeye show, though, back to that. It's based on it's not it's not him training his daughter. It's him training someone called Kate Bishop, who's like gonna be is like another archer. He's training oh. her to become Hawkeye. He wants to Hot retire girl. being Hawkeye. No, she'll still be Hawkeye. It's like a gender neutral name, man. It's twenty nineteen, uh, Chris. You know, it's funny Check as I knew it was... <laughs> Hot guy. Yeah. Um. Wow. I'm actually looking who the Watcher is. Who? Sorry, you you were making a callback to the Watcher. What were mm-hmm. you saying about the Watcher? It's play. It, it's going to be voiced by Bernard from Westworld. Oh, so he's going to have this big ass head. Yeah, he might. They already. So one of the post credits for Guardians Two was With, the Watcher. Yeah, Stan. Yeah, it was like all them and like Stan Lee, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, Hawkeye, though. Training that girl. Good for him. Not using his... Wow. Not using his own children. He's, he's risking the lives of other children. Yeah, exactly. He's responsible, sort of. Um, That's and then just, just now they announced three more shows on Disney+. Plus. So, like, they're all in on Disney+, Plus being the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am A-OK with that. I like all their stuff. The first show, the first of the new shows after mm. Hawkeye is Miss Marvel. Yes. And I don't know um, a whole lot about her. It's pretty cool. I was reading like a little background. So she, I think, is the first Muslim superhero in the universe. She's Pakistani-American. She's from Jersey City. Shout out JC. Been there. Lived there for a little bit. <laughs> it, it's Okay. Um, but she, I just kind of read about her, uh, I think she just kind of is a female Reed Richards. I think her super ability is the ability to stretch. So, so yeah, I mean, that's all I got, really. Like, that's all I know about her. Originally, uh, Captain Marvel was called Miss Marvel. Yeah. But I don't know about any, like, further relationship between those two characters. I mean, yeah, besides that, that's all I really know about her. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, not much to say about that. What about the other one? Oh, well, so one more thing to say about that. They've, like, explicitly stated that this character will definitely be in, like, the movies at some point. I think all of the ones they're, like, introducing in the shows probably will be in the movies, because, like the movie side is in charge of these, unlike the other Marvel TV shows. 
they're not like mm-hmm. explicitly in charge of like the Netflix ones or the Agents of Shield stuff, you know. I know that. Well, that's pretty that's cool. Why, that's why there was no crossover really between those other properties, but now they're going to be super heavily integrated in. That's a, that's pretty cool. Um, man, they're just going to have like right off the bat like thirty different superheroes to like pick and choose from. Yep. Uh, so Moon Knight is the next one. <clears throat> Who is Moon Knight? That's the question. What is Moon Knight? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I don't know. No, I... He looks cool. She... He is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Does that help? Oh wow, he does uh, look cool. He uh, he's like black and white with a cape and stuff, you know. Yeah, classic. Man. The character has been described as Marvel's Batman in the past. Oh great! Moon Knight is Mark Spector, a former mercenary killed in Africa after objecting to the terrible deeds of those who hired him. This is from ComicBook.com. Uh. Resurrected by the forgotten Egyptian god Khonshu, who protects travelers of the night, Mark adopts the identity of Moon Knight along with multiple other new personalities to seek justice using both his combat training and a high-tech arsenal. Oh, so it's like the same as every other character. Resurrected by an ancient Egyptian god and just like vengeance on the night, you know. Same as Miss Marvel. Maybe he's like Yu-Gi-Oh. This is this is a complete tension, but something we're almost we're getting to the end of the episode, folks. Thank you for sticking sticking with us this long. We're having a great time. I hope you are too. But I Amazon was running this sale yesterday on this Nintendo Switch game, and God, what was what was it called? Um, I've been playing it a little bit today. Yu-Gi-Oh! for the Switch. It's called... Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution. It's a, it's a remaster of a game that originally came out in 2015. So I bought it, because it was like on sale on Amazon yesterday for really cheap. And it was a physical edition. And it's, it's like a fun game. You play through like classic duels, but they ca- they gave like physical cards in the game. These are my first new Yu-Gi-Oh cards since I was like really since way back in the day. Because like why the hell would I buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> so I got Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I have three holographic Yu-Gi-Oh cards now. What? Well, I can't even... I don't oh, I don't recognize wow. any of them, but all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards growing up, they were destroyed after I left them out in the rain one day by accident because I was an idiot. Oh, God. And that's why I stopped collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So this was a big day for me. Did you have a pretty big uh, Yu-Gi-Oh collection? I think I was probably more into it than the Pokemon cards, honestly. Wow. I didn't have a big so you- collection, though. I just, like, enjoyed it more. Did you have, like, Black Eyes, 
Red Eyes, Black, Black Dragon. Black Dragon. Yeah. Um, I don't think I did. I just, I never actually got any Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but my friends did, so I always like kind of looked at them, and I always remember like, like those little mall carts. People were selling yeah. like the Egyptian gods for like fifteen dollars. Yeah, well, that, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like Slifer and like Slifer the Sky Dragon. <laughs> Obelisk the Tormentor. But. But anyways, She-Hulk is the next and last of the officially announced <laughs> things. Tell me who She-Hulk is, Chris. She's the female version of Hulk. She is Bruce Banner's cousin who gets Hulk powers after he gives her a blood transfusion. She's a lawyer. Ah. Uh, oh. No. She's a lawyer. <laughs> That's cool. Could be interesting, I, yeah, right? I think it's like she gets in some kind of car accident, right? And he has to give her... Interesting. What were they typing across that blood, maybe? <laughs> oh, um, God. Good for her. Who's playing her? I don't think they've announced any of that yet. They've oh, just, wait, like, announced wait. the existence. They're saying Elijah Dushku. Is that a rumor? I, I haven't heard anything. Did they announce anything today? I, I don't know why. I looked up She-Hulk and underneath it said played by uh, Eliza Dushku. I don't know if that's for real. I think Maybe that's probably not. just a rumor. <clears throat> well, that's unfortunate. Played um, by Ronda her. Rousey. Nah, I don't think, no. Who do and you think the, would be a good She-Hulk? Um, Lizzo. Uh, and the other projects they uh, announced but didn't t- give dates for, because it'll probably be in Phase 5, are Guardians 3, Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, a reboot of Blade with Mahershala Ali, um, and then Fantastic Four and X-Men, but who knows when they'll come in. What do you think about the Blade reboot? I never watched... I actually have no impressions about it. I guess I'm excited to see it. I never watched the first uh, three Blade movies unless the Snipes. I heard that he's like the one guy who kills vampires or vamp yeah. So Blade is a daywalker. He's a vampire who can walk in the day and kills other vampires. He also quips with one liners and Wesley Snipes played him and he ad libbed this line, which is an amazing line. Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> oh, I think it's interesting Um, that Mahershala Ali is going to be playing him because Mahershala Ali was already Cottonmouth in Luke Cage season one. He was the villain, one of the villains of Luke Cage season one. I, I didn't know that actually. So I never actually finished. I never started Luke Cage. I I got to like 20 minutes in where they shot up the barbershop and everyone died. Mm -hmm. But that's as far as I got into Luke Cage. That's basically when I stopped watching. I mean, everything... In this episode, is just pointing out that Chris hates black people. Maybe, maybe <laughs> should I don't. <laughs> just no. Some motherfuckers <laughs> always trying to ice skate uphill, Chris. <laughs> Oof. So we're gonna. Uh, um, we we've been talking for a while. 
we should we should we're coming to the end we're gonna end on our traditional serious series of utmost importance the series question um but we got to find a variation of it that would work for this episode which of the upcoming marvel projects which two combined would make the best marvel project of everything we talked about today and why oh man do you have an answer first? Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Hawkeye and... Uh, and Shang-Chi. Hey, that would be pretty cool. Just because it could be called Hawk-Chi. <laughs> or Shang-Eye. And it would be about pirates. Maybe they can do a what-if scenario where Nick Fury... What if in Shang-Chi, where Nick Fury is like, Hey, Shang-Chi, why don't we go to Hollywood and film a sequel video Scott Rush Hour? A sequel to what? A, a series of films called Rush Hour. Oh, because he's Jackie Chan in your mind. I got it. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad joke. Honestly, I think that having maybe a mix of like Eternals and and some type of I don't want to say uh, the Doctor Strange movie, but I want to see an all powerful being match up with one of the common superheroes we know, like Doctor Strange or Wanda or uh, Wanda, just so we could see like how strong they are. I feel like we have not really seeing how crazy strong these two people are in the Marvel Universe yet. And I think that having them fight gods or God-esque characters would be amazing. That's and a, they just have Shang-Chi in the background. Have Shang-Chi in the background. <laughs> just big thumbs up. Uh, that was You actually thought about your answer. Mine was just a pun about Shanghai. So I appreciate I mean, that. My initial answer was pretty terrible, so... All right. What was it? <laughs> this that about wraps it up for now. This was this was a good one. I think this is in our top three episodes of all time. I liked it. I had fun on it. I hope the listeners had fun on it. Thanks for listening. Peace out. That's our that's our official sign off. Peace out. We don't have gotta an official catch, sign off. Gotta catch them all. I think that's taken. Oh, is it? Yeah, by you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I heard in the next Pokemon, you can't catch them all, so I think that they lose that right. Oh, God. Back on this <laughs> shit. <laughs>